Today's Dav is Dav Lamed Vav. We're holding at the top of Lamed Vav, Ahmed Aleph, Moser Rav Shimi. So, we, uh, this is really in the middle of the Sugya, so I just gave a quick review to, as to what we're discussing over here. The, uh, Gemara brought down a, 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 a Shaila, they wanted a halachic, uh, clarification. When a Kohen does the Avoda for Yisroel, is he functioning as a Shliach? Is he the agent of the Yisroel? Or is he Shluchei Drachmona? Or is he actually a, an agent for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How do we view the service of a Kohen? Is he our Shliach, Shluchei Didan? Or is he Shluchei Deshmaya? Or is he a Shliach of Shemayim? That was the, uh, the Shaila. Now the Gemara said, that lechayre lemayin afkamina. What's going to be an afkamina? Whether or not, either way, he's doing it. So, what is it? Now, would be would chap an afkamina if he is uh, if he's mudr hanor. Let's say the coin had made a neder that he's not allowed to benefit the recipient. So the Gemara understood like this, this is with the Svara, that if he is considered to be the Shliach of the recipient, the Shliach of the Yisrovo, say he wouldn't be able to be his Kohen, because then he'd be representing, he'd be representing the Yisrovo, that means he's giving him benefit by listening to his Shlichas, then it could not be his Shliach. But if Shliach of the Shamayim, even if there's a Neder, he would be allowed to do it. It's to a mitzvah, I've got the mitzvah to bring the Korban for you, but I'm not doing it at your behest, because I'm not your Shliach, I'm Shliach Shamayim, you would be be able to go ahead and do it. That was the the nafkamina would be shluchah the don shluchah demai. Now we pointed out that the Ran says that in Masechet Yuma and Masechet Gedushin, the Gemara actually answered the Shaila based on a svara because the Gemara said in, in it says in Kedushin that one of the nature of the, one of the the, the, the characteristics of shluchah is, is an agent is not empowered to do anything that the mishaleach could not do. Means if you're sending a shliach, the shliach only represents you. He can only do what you can do. He can't do more than you can do. So therefore, the, the, a, a Yisrael can't do the avodah. So obviously, it has to be shliach to shemaim. The Ran says enachinami. In the Maskan of the Gemara, we're going to rely on that svara. The Gemara is looking for a tanoic source to be machria. We're looking for a tanoic source, a Mishnah or a Brisa that can answer the shaila. But that svara is the overriding, overarching svara which is going to come out of Maskan of the Gemara that that's going to be the way the Psaki is. So we're looking for a source. But the one says the Chorah al-Mishnah would be a raya. Because an al-Mishnah says, we're talking about where Ruvain has a neder preventing him from giving benefit for Shimon. And it says that umakriv alav kinei zavin, kinei zavos, kinei yoldos, Right? It says that the Kohen can bring the birds for the Zav, the Zava, the Oledis. The Chari, you see that a Kohen is functioning for somebody who's not allowed to give a Hanafim. Must be that you see clearly from our Mishnah that the Shliach cannot be the representative of the Yisrael. It has to be some Shman, because otherwise how could he bring the birds for the Zav, the Zav, etc. So on that, the Gemara answers, not a Raya. Because... We, 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 the, the Gemara said that the cases in our Mishnah are talking about Mechusra Kapora. Mechusra Kapora means that certain, uh, uh, situations require that a carbon be brought to allow the individual to eat Kachim, to go into the base Amigdash. And we showed in each one of these cases, the Zav, the Zava, the Yoledes, there's an actual drush that says, Zos Torahs Hazav, Zos Torahs Hayoledes. That extra word Toros teaches me that you're allowed to do it either for children, you can bring, there is a concept of Zav and Zava by a child, that you can bring it for the child, or in the case of the Yoledes, who can't be a child, because the Yoledes can't be a child, if she's a Shota, you can bring it on behalf of her. That means you don't need the Das Bailim 
in the case where there's Mechusra Kippurim. In those unique Korbanas where there's Mechusra Kippurim, where you need a Korban because you need it to be able to go into the Beis Amikdash, there for sure you shluch or shliach shamayim. What's the rashi? Because you don't need to dance to the violence. So obviously you're not representing the violence in those cases. You're doing it as an, as, as, as a, uh, a shliach of shamayim. So though, in those small cases, uh, so small category of cases, we didn't have a shayla. Regular korbanus is what we're talking about, but not where there's the mirth of those Torahs. Torahs is to be marba, the, uh, for a child, the marba for a shelter. That we were not discussing. That is, so that, that's the way we left off yesterday. So, there are certain cases where you for sure shalich b'shamaya, or there's a special drosha, you can do it without das. You can do it without das, so then obviously you don't need, that. that's not a shlich for them particularly, so you can go ahead and do it. And those are the cases. And in fact, the one I said, if you take a look, that it seems to be a riot, because why did our Mishnah pick those particular cases? Not just, just say you can bring a carbon. It didn't say you can right. bring a carbon. Those cases you're allowed to go ahead and bring is a riot that in those cases you can go ahead and do it. But in a regular car- case of carbon... Because those are so... More like one-off cases, like not common. No, no, well, it's not because there's a special drush in each oh, one of these okay. cases. Those Torahs, and you can hear it. It's to be matter the guy into the base of Migdash. The matter the guy. So there, you're you're doing it as a functionary of Akharish Baruch It's not just a regular uh, a regular scenario. That's where we left off yesterday. So it comes along the one and says like this. So Rav Shimi Barabo, he brings a uh, he wants to ask a, a, a question. At least it's, it's a proof to one of the sides. What does it say in the, in the Brysa? Imhaya Kayen, if the Madir was a Kayen, means our case with a Kohen is made, is not allowed to give Hanor to the Yisroel. Nevertheless, Yisroel, Yisroel Kalav Dam Chatosav Adam Hashamay. Alright? So he's allowed to do the Zrika, he's allowed to do the Avoda. The Zrika is the Iker part of the Avoda. He can do the Zrika to bring a Korban Chatas or bring a Korban Asham on behalf of the recipient. Now at this case, at this point, they want to understand it's someone a regular Chatas, a regular Asham, not a Mechusa Kippurim situation. Right. And you still see the Kohen can go ahead and do it for the Yisroel, even though he's not allowed to give him any Anna. So what's the Raya? What it shows you? It's a personal, it must be a, I mean, it's, it's not something that we need to do you saying it's a personal thing, like because he has to bring the status or whatever on his own. It's on a private chatos, the Lord of Parvashim, and yet the Kohen can go ahead and do it for him. Must be the Kohen is shliach of Shemaim. Cannot be the shliach of the person, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to do it. No, no, that, that's for because you can't do something yourself. Let's put aside. We're not going to, but we're trying to bring a riot for this Bryce and Taka holds that you see that it's a shliach of Shemaim, because it can't be the shliach. Of the, uh, of the Yisrael, because the Shlich of Yisrael, how could he do yes, the Zrika? How could he be mana him, do the Zrika for him? Be listen, I'm, at your behest, I'm doing Zrika for you. Now, the Ron points out that there are some that want to say the fact that we're bringing this Kasha from a Brysa must be, if you go back and look at our mission at the top of Lamed Hay, the case in the Mishnah said, Chatos Vashamos. Why don't we just ask directly? It says that you can bring a chatas, you can bring an asham. So why? So, so some have the gears that they didn't. They some say that the gears of chatas or asham doesn't appear in our mishnah, and that's why we're asking this kasha from a brisa that in the brisa it says you could bring the chatas or the asham for you. Because if it's because if it's in the mishnah, then why are you bother from the brisa? Ask the kasha directly from the mishnah. The Ran says Lavdafka. It could be in the mishnah. And the way you see, what's going to be the answer? Let's take a look at the answer. The answer is is that chatas or shomitzar or adam asham adam chatas or 
that the actual case of the brisa that says they can sprinkle the dam is not talking about a regular chatas or regular asham. It's the case of a metzora, which are the mechusa kippurim cases. Metzora is where it says those Torah samatzora that we have a special rebuy that you can do it for a child, so therefore you don't need das. Therefore, in that case, you don't need shlichus to be able to do it. That's why over the, that's the brisa they're referring to. So says the Ran. That's why it asks in the case of the brisa, not the case of the Mishnah, because the Mishnah groups it together with kine zovim, kine zovos. It was poshet that the chatas and asham that we're referring to the Mishnah of the mechusa kipurim type, but the brisa was a stand alone. So from the brisa, we thought it's about a regular chatas and a regular asham. That's why it was a stronger question to ask from the brisa. Maskan is the same thing that even the brisa is referring to specifically the chatas and the asham of a mitzora. That's the Gemara's answer. Right? The Chsiv, it says, those here, Torah, some Torah. And the Torah teaches you, Larabos, that you can even do it for children. If you can do it for children, you don't need to dance. You don't need to dance. Not working for Shlichus. Therefore, that's why it works in those cases. Fine. Ben Gadol, Ben Cotton, etc. Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. There's a little complex over here, but let's say, there's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this, as Mesechah's Gitin. It's talking about when, uh, when, different types of damages. Now, there's some damages that are more subtle than others. The case over here is talking about the laws of Piggle. Piggle is that you have a Kohen who brings a Korban for you, that if he has a Machshava to either eat, that the Korban should be eaten, the Zrika Saddam, or to be burned outside of the appropriate Zman, it's Machpagal, it rejects the Korban. The Korban is disqualified, and you have to bring another Korban. Now, the question is, is the Kohen who is Mephagel, who has this intent, is he financially liable to pay the owner because the owner now has been damaged? So we want to this. It says as follows. HaKohanim shepiglu b'migdash. Kohanim that were Mephagel, they brought a Korban, they had a Machshava that disqualified the Korban. Mezidin, if they did this with full knowledge, what I'm doing is is illegal and it's going to disqualify the korban uh, uh, on your behalf. So then Chayovin, they are financially liable to recompensate the owner that he's now got money to bring another korban because he disqualified on purpose. He disqualified the korban. Ha, but the implication is though Hashoyigin. This is the gear of Agamor. But if it were done the shogeg, so even though it does disqualify. But he doesn't have to pay for it. Peturim, right? So Mordechai says like this. But it's mashma though, he's potter from paying because for some reason, the Gemara discusses in, 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 in Gitin, why normally damages is Yuchai Ben Bishog, they've made it, but there's a difference in the case of Pigul. But it's mashma though, it's not that the damage didn't occur. It's mashma, he did disqualify it, even in the case of Shogeg, we're just not going to hold you financially responsible in the case of Shogeg. So Hashogeg and Peturim. Elisha Pigul and Pigul. But it is considered to be an act of pigul. Now, this is the way the Ron explains this. So, they, and I'll, I'll tell you the other way some of the other Sean explains. The Ron explains like this. He says like this: Where the guy does it bemazed, so I understand I can damage something that belongs to somebody else. Normally, you can't damage something that belongs to somebody else, right? Machshava. But the Torah considers a, the machshava pigul like a ma'isa. It actually says that the way the Torah agrees it that if he eats it three days later. And when it doesn't mean he actually eats it, he just had the machshava. But you oh, see, the machshava people is considered like an act. See, if I bemaze it, intend to do an act, independent of your, what you want, 
but B'meizid, I wanted to do it, then it will damage you. So if you do B'meizid, I understand why you have to pay. But if a guy is B'shog, if a guy really, he wanted to do the right thing. He just didn't realize that this is not the right thing. He had the B'shog. So the Chorus is more like this. If it works as a Shlichus, I mean, let's say I represent you, and I want to do your Shlichus, right? But I just thought that this is the right way to go ahead and do it. There is a concept that a shliach has to represent you in a positive way. If a shliach does something that is inimical to what I want, then it's, not, then, it's not a shli- then it's not a shlichus. That means, how can you represent me in something that's going to be hurting me in a way it's going to be? So, Frek the Gemara, that if you say that the Kohen is the shliach, of the Yisroel, and he wants to do the right thing. He wants to do the shlichus, but he didn't realize what the, what the right thing to do is. It should not be considered as a shlichus in such a case, and therefore it's a mavatal shlichus, mavatal shlichus, the pigle should not be a pigle in the case of Shogeg. Because it's not that the guy is independently acting. He's really acting on behalf of the person that sends him. So now if you hold the Shlich Shemayim, so in Hashem says in the Torah, you're a pigle, it's pigle. Whether or not you did the right thing or not, you can understand it. But he's just saying the only way the Kohen functions is because he's a Shliach of the Yisroel. And Veshogeg, he made a mistake that when he does the wrong thing, it breaks the Shlichos. If it breaks the Shlichos, then it should not be a pigle. That is the... Uh, well, Veshogeg is not Chayim anyway. Right. Some so learn... What's that? Even so Shemayim, he's not responsible for Shogeg? It could be, it could be his chayav mishamayim to pay shogeg, could be or not, but you were talking about there in terms of basting. Now, the, the, the others learn the kasha is not only from the case of shogeg, the same kasha could be as b'meizid. If, if, whether or not I represent, whether or not I did a shogeg b'meizid, but if I represent you, how could it be piggle if it's even done b'meizid? The run holds that's not a kasha because I can't independently hurt you. If I intend to, but if I don't intend to hurt you, then it's only working as my shliach, then it shouldn't. So Ron only learns the concept only from the case of Shogeg, which is fits the gears of Agamor. But others learn the concept of all the Shogeg and Mezah. Let's see it inside. So one of says like this. Now, if you tell me that the Kayan is a shliach of Shemayim, sign should be gul and pigul. So you can say, the Torah says that it's a pigul, Either way, because Baruch considers a pigle, Bain B'Shogeg, Bain B'Mezid, I understand it's going to be a pigle. He, it's because you're not representing the person, you're representing Shemayim, and Hashem says, this is the rules. If you have him a fagle, it makes it pigle. I can get away, I can understand that. But but if the only koach of the Kohen is because he's a representative of the Yisroel, so therefore, even if you tell me B'Mezid, it's considered like he did an act B'Mezid to damage you, which does damage me, but not if it does a B'Shogeg, L'Chaira, my pigle and pigle, L'Mele, why can't the Yisrael say to the Kohen, Shlicho Shavisich, I made you my agent, Lesikune, to do something that's beneficial to me. Not to do something that's going to be detrimental to me. And once you do something detrimental to me, that breaks the Shlichos. If it breaks the Shlichos, you no longer represent me. If you no longer represent me, then your act of pigle should not be viewed as an act of pigle that's going to harm me. My carbon should not become disqualified through an act of pigle. So Moses says like this. So Amri, so the Yeshiva answered this question, Shani Gabe Pigul, that the concept of Pigul is different. I'm just going to say the way the gears of the Ran has over here. The Ran going to learn is that the, the, from the Psukim, it's Mashma by Pigul, that even though normally the Kohen is considered to be the Shliach, and the owner is the Bailim, for the laws of Pigul, the Torah considers the Kohen to be the Bailim of the act. And since we consider the Kohen 
Machshava as key because he's considered for this case the violin. That's Pigel. why only by Pigul. There's a special drasha by Pigul. That's why it disqualifies even in a case of Shogik. That's that's the the Gemara's answer. So Gemara says Damakra lo yechashev lo mikomakom. The answer the Gemara says that the pasuk the full pasuk says like this. If you take a look in the Torah or Hashalim, it says v'ma'ochel ya'achel mipsar zevach shlama that if the person eats. Now again the Gemara understands explains and it doesn't mean he eats. He has right. intention to eat. On the third day, which is past the amount of time, will not be acceptable. For the, uh, for the one that offers it, will not count for him because pigul yet is rejected. And the Gemara understands that the, the way the drosh is. The makrib, the one who's actually bringing the animal, should not have this thought. Meaning, we're looking at the one offering the animal not as the Yisroa, but the one, who, the one who has the machshava is considered to be the makrib over here. And therefore, his machshava is binding whether he does it b'shogeg or he does it b'meiz. It's a special drasha, even though Miswara, if he represents the Yisroa, so how could he represent... So the shlichus goes away. So the, but no, even though technically there's a shlichus, and a shlichus should go away, but here the machshava is key for the guy who's bringing the korban and disqualifies even a case of shogeg. So we've, we've deflected the kasha. Now, the Gemara now circles back. We learned yesterday, the end of yesterday's daf, is that, uh, that, uh, that you need to have das bailim, that you, you, if you want to bring a carbon on behalf of somebody else, you have to have their acquiescence. You can't just go and say, I know he needs a carbon, I'm going to bring a carbon. No, you have to have das bailim. And the only exceptions he said were the case of Mechusa Kippurim, because there we have a drosha, Zos Torah Sayoledes, Zos Torah Sazab, and the word Torah said you could even bring it, the Rebu used to tell you, you can even bring it for a cotton. In the case of the Yoledes, you could even bring it for a shota. So therefore, you see, you don't need machshava, and if you don't need machshava, therefore he learns that actually you don't Evshar, because in those cases you can't have machshava. A regular right, Yisrael, you could have machshava, but he nevertheless applies it. So just as, 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 as therefore, you, you don't need das bailim, but specifically in which cases, the cases of mechusa kipurim. But in regular korbanis, you need to have das bailim. That that was that was what we learned yesterday. So Gufa, the Gemara has the following question: Am Rav Yechanan, he said, "I called Zichin das bailim." This was the ruling from yesterday. This itself was was mentioned yesterday that everybody you need to have the acquiescence of the owner to bring a korban on his behalf. Except for the case of Mechusa Kapurim, right? Right? And, and, and his raya was, Sharei Adam may be Karman Albanavabnai. So, because you see by Mechusa Kapurim, there's a special drosh of those Torahs, you can bring it for your children that are minors. Well, if you can bring it for your children that are minors, they don't have Das. So, you see, the Torah allows by Mechusa Kapurim, Karbanas to be brought on, be, on the behalf of somebody, even though they did not instruct you to go ahead and do it. So, therefore, you could do it for any adult in those particular cases without their acquiescence, even though you know, if, as long as you know they, oh, they have to bring it, you can bring it on their behalf without having d- their das, the das violent. That was the, uh, what's that? So we learned it from, 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 from the katanim, you're saying? We learned from the drasha by katanim. Since you can bring it for a cotton, whereas a machusa kippurim, you could also bring it for a godol, even if he doesn't have das. You could argue with a svara. You could say, there it's not shayach, there it is shayach, it's called danin efsha mishi'i efsha, but that was Rabbi Yochanan's drasha. Right? So when it says like this, the Gemara wants to know, there is a Pasuk in the Torah that says, uh, that, that, that uses the word, that this is the law for, a, for anybody that does an act b'shoigig. 
So might by the case of a Korm Khatas. Zos Torahs are also Bishkogal, a Kol Khatas, and there's a positive like this. It's mashma that there's a halocha that all acts of Korban Khatas, Bishogig, are learnt one from the other. Now, the Yoledis, which is a Korban Khatas, we said the Yoledis means that you can bring a Khatas, not for a cotton, because a Yoledis because can be a Khatana, but we learned it in constant teach me that for a woman that is a Shota, if she gives birth, the, 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 you can bring a carbon on her behalf, right? The husband can bring a carbon on her behalf, even though she's not of, of, a mind, of, of mind to be able to instruct him. That's how we applied it there. But now, since you have this drosha that seems to equate all carbon chattas that are done that are for shogeg, that means a regular carbon chattas, which is not a chattas of a yeledis, the halacha should come out that you should be able to bring a chattas for a, a regular carbon chattas, a chattas is called a chattas chaylev. That's a generic type of chattas. That's the most cases of chattas in the Torah is called chaylev. But um, any case of chattas, even though it's not a mechus kippurim, the halacha should be, you don't need to, the das bailen, because we have a drosha equating all chattos, those Torahs are chattas, which implies that you should be able to bring it for a, a shota. Now, it can't be for a cotton, because there is no carbon chattas for a cotton. Why is there no carbon chattas for a cotton? Regular carbon chattas? He's not chayv and mitzvah, so therefore he's not. The only thing it could be yoledes, but yoledes can't be by a katana either. So right, but right, but but the more is understanding. But for shota, there could be a case where a woman you marry a woman to shota, she eats chaylev. So we right? learn shota the same passage we learn. We should apply what you learn by yoledes should apply to a regular chatz because there's a drasha that equates the 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 chatos that are done b'shogeg. That's the gemara's kasha. So it comes elamayata yobi adam chatos chelav al chaveiro. A person should be able to bring a regular carbon chatos for his friend without his acquiescence. Shalomi daitoi. Why? Shekain adam mevi al ishtoi shaita because the chora a man should be able to bring a wife a korban for his wife that's a shota. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda learns that a husband is responsible for the korbanos of his wife. He has responsible korbanos of his wife. Now, maybe means when she there has to be acquiescence, but a chora we learn that even means for a shota. Mm-hmm. So it even means for a shota, like we see in the case of Yoledis. So then chatas chelav should apply. Even for a shota, and if you can bring from a shota a chatas chaylev, then for anybody you should be able to bring even without their das. That's the Gemara's question. So Alama Rabbi why is it Rabbi Loza was actually a Talmud chaver uh, of Rabbi Yechon? He said hifrish chatas chaylev. If you try to bring a regular korban chatas chaylev al chavero without his knowledge. You know your friend needs a chatas, and you go and brought it without asking him, it doesn't work. Now, the chara, why doesn't it work, right? It should work. Why should it work? Because we said that since there is a drosha that compares a regular chatas to a chatas yoledis, and just as a chatas yoledis works for a shota, therefore a regular chatas should also work for a shota. And if a chatas works for a shota, so then it should also work for a regular person without his permission. So one is going to question the logic over here. And one says like this, I understand your lettuce works for a shota. It's a matthias. Right. A woman gives pregnant, she gives birth, even to a shota. The husband can bring, based on her view, who does drosha, that the man is obligated to bring carbonus for his wife. He can go ahead and bring the carbon for her to use a shota. But your jump to that should be a regular, based on the drosha. So Torah, Ha'achata, this Torah, Kola, Osa, You want to say it should apply by all chatos. What's the case? Ketana can't be a chatas. Because by cotton ektana, there's no korban chatas. The only thing you're saying is, it should be able to be a regular chatas chaylev applying to a shota. Now what's the case? If she ate the chaylev while she's a shota, 
then, let's say she ate a piece of chalev while she was an imbecile. She was uh, uh, deranged. There's no carbon in such a case. Why is there no carbon? A carbon is not chata. It's not chayevus. All right. The only case could be is let's say she ate it while she was of sane mind, right? And uh, she ate of sane mind, right? You designated the carbonus, and then and right and right before you want to bring the carbon, she became uh, an imbecile. She lost her. She, she, so the, for that, that we're going to see that Rabbi Yochanan Shita is there's no carbon there either because the concept of dichui. Dichri means that if for a, 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 a period of time the korban becomes rejected, once it becomes rejected, you're not able to bring it even if she regains her sanity. Now it has to be that she, she was, uh, it has to be she was of sane mind when she did the Avera. The only thing we have to be talking about over here, she had lost that state of sanity. Right? And now you want to go, but no, but once you lose that state of sanity, the carbon becomes rejected because that woman now is not having a carbon. So even if she will regain sanity, but that, that cessation of, 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 of status of that carbon rejects the carbon. So there really, there really is no case where a regular chatas could be brought for a shota. If there's no case where regular chatas could be brought for a shota, then you cannot derive from there that any person is allowed to bring a carbon with a da'adas chaver. There's nothing to compare it to by a regular case of chatas. That's the one's answer. So one says like this. So says the Gemara... Uh, what is the case that you want to learn from a case of Ishta If she consumed the chaylev while she was a shaita, Labas Korban, then she's not chayva Korban because she's not chayva Nainshim. If she ate it when she was sane, and then only subsequently she became deranged. So Amr Rabbi Yirmi Amr Rabbi Amr Rabbi Yechonen Rabbi Yechonen himself said, "Ochal chelav vehibrish korban v'nishtata." That if a person ate it when he was sane, and then he became deranged, even though his chaz of nishtafa, even if he now comes back to his state of sanity, puzzle that korban cannot be brought. Why can that korban not be brought? Hoyel v'nitcha yedocha, because once it's rejected, it's rejected for the future. It cannot that korban not cannot come back. And and in a state of of, of, of when while he's insane, that korban was rejected. So even if now he comes back to a state of sanity, you cannot bring that korban. And therefore, to bring the korban for so there's basically that korban would be rejected. Would not be there is no case you know, where for for a shota. For a, there's no case for a shota for not for sure when the avera happened. And even if the avera happened after, I mean the and, and the, the, the derangement happened afterwards, there still will not be a case. And since there's no case, there's no place to derive from there that you can bring a chatas chaylev for a person without his and permission. If they didn't get deranged, then it's like a regular case. Then it's a regular case. Then it's not, then it's not riot. So, all right, so therefore, okay. So basically, we've rejected that. We had a question that should come out that regular chatas chaylev should be brought for someone without permission based on a shota. There is no case of chatas chaylev by a shota. And therefore, whatever the Pasuk means comparing all the cases of shogun together, cannot be coming to include the case of a shota because there is no case of a shota. Now, then, want to ask the following question. The, 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 the premise of the question is, Korban Pesach is, we always understand as being unique because normally a child is not obligated in mitzvahs. Yet the Gemara's understanding is that when you shech the Korban Pesach, you have to have made a list of who's going to eat from it. You can't add somebody to the list post shechita. It has to happen before. And you have to have your whole household. Your whole household, the Gemara assumes right now, includes the children. So, if you can bring Korban Pesach 
for a child, right, even though he doesn't have das, using the logic that would be, we said before, that if it works for someone that does not have das, it should come out, you don't need, for basic purposes, I can do something on your behalf, not in the case of God, I mean, applying it, even to a godo, because if it works for a cotton, it should be able to work for a godo without his permission, without his acquiescence either. And we're going to see that's not true. The halach is, unless he said, do it on my behalf, by karmezach, no, not adult, even adult. But unless the adult says, do it on my behalf, it doesn't work. Now, why not? If it works for a cotton, it should work for an adult, even without his uh, consent. So when it says like this, a person should be able to bring a Korban Pesach on behalf of his friend without his permission. Because we see that you can bring a Korban for your son and your daughter. If you can bring a Korban for your son and your daughter that are minors, it means you don't need their das. And according to Rabbi Yochan, if you can bring a, if you see there's one case where you don't need das, then you should be able to apply it to, to adults as well. Alright, Alama, so why is it that if you talk to try to bring a current base up without asking permission from your friend, that it doesn't work. You can't later on say, okay, I'll, I'll take it. No, unless you got explicit permission from him at the time you shechted, you're not allowed to do it. The Chayra Wai works with children. Right. So Amar Abizeiro, so Abizeiro said it's not, it's not, it's not a kasha. Because this idea that sale base avos, that you have a sheep for the household, which we thought means that you also are required to enlist the children, is only a dirabonon. Minat Torah, children are allowed to eat from it even if they weren't enlisted. You don't have to enlist them. Now, if that's the case, you don't have to enlist children, so you cannot bring me a raya that it works for someone that doesn't have das. You don't need it for someone that doesn't have das but, but, uh, by children. Since it doesn't, it's not needed by children, it's only a dirabonon that it's a, we're going to see it's a nice thing to have them signed up, but it doesn't have to be in order to let them eat. Then you cannot bring me a raya for an adult by an adult talking, you do need das. That's the one I'm going to say. Celebrates of this concept of the sale for the household. Lab de raisa that you have to sign up the children is not really minat Torah. All right, mimai. Now, what's the source for that? How do we know that it's not really a deraisa requirement to sign the kids up and that we let the kids eat from anywhere? Where is there a source for that? Where is it the sign from the following Mishnah? This is a Mishnah that's brought down in Masechus Psachim, Peites. Ha'imer levanov. Cases like this. Case is the father is is he comes in uh, to the house and he got a, he's got his his five kids are all sleeping. He says, guys, I'm going up to Yerushalayim. I'm going to Shech Karvin Pesach. First guy to show up accounts for him, right? You don't come there first. I'm not Shechting with you in mind. I'm only Shechting no, to, to get the kids to get out of bed and and, and, and come to 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 your to the, the base of Mikdash. He says to them, first guy shows up. He accounts for him, right? right? That's the case. So now it says like this: Ha'omelach Elevanov. Person says to his sons: Hareini shoicher zapesach al misha yalemikem rishon yerushalayim. Guy who gets yerushalayim first, I have him in mind that the shlita is going to work for him. Now he doesn't know who's going to show up first. So what's the case over there? What's that? The ketanim. We're talking about ketanim. Now, Kevin Shehichnis Rishon Roshavarubo. When the first child has put his head and most of his body into the walls of Yerushalayim l'chora, I mean, I don't think it means the Azara, but it means he's come in first, right? Zocha uh, bechelka. He gets his portion, he zocha his portion of the carbon Pesach. However, umezak es ochiv, is that, and also, he also, on behalf of his other siblings, 
He's all good for them. So they don't get cut out of eating the Karim Pesach, but he, they, they, it happens in their behalf as well. Now, the Gemara wants to make the following thing. If Taka children have to be signed their Raisa, if they have to be included in the list their Raisa, then how does this case work all together? I finish Shechtim. I don't know who's going to show up of my kids, who's not going to show up of my kids. So how can any of them be counted for the carbon base up? Well, you don't chef until one of them. No, 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 no. The, the, the case over here, the Ron learns, is the shechita already took place. Meaning, I'm shechting. Uh, I'm she- right. I shechted at, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The guy shows up at 3.30. It still counts. Oh, right. So, how, how, do you, how does it work? Meaning, so therefore, obviously, this must be on a Durabon. I mean, Raisa, all my kids are automatically allowed to eat from the current basin. And I don't have to have them listed. But Midrabon, I'm, I'm, I'm just using this as leverage to try to get them to come. To try to get them to come. So, like you see, what's that? It's a chinuch thing. But it has nothing to do with the Raisa. That's the point of showing. It must be clear it's not a derisive requirement that your kids are listed because then this wouldn't work. It must be only midrabbonon. Someone says like this, If the concept of the families have to be listed before your chef is a derisive, so the meat's already lying on the ground. It means your chef the animal already. And therefore, and so the first one gets it and also that he's able to be mazaket for his siblings. How does that work? What's the mechanism? There's no mechanism yet that it should work if they have to be on the list. Because how do you know who's on the list? Ella, so lama lehuda amar lehon. So why did the father say this? If taka in a Torah, they're all allowed to eat anyway. So what's the purpose of doing it? Sounds more like Warwick shows up gets the first piece. Right, I, I, it could be, right. And, and, and also giving him the schuss that because of you, all the, all the other kids are able to eat, right? So then why do they do it? So therefore, so therefore, it's like you said, it's a chinuch thing to get them to have more alacrity, to try to be more, have alacrity, like the, the, the Ramam says, you give them candies. You give them, right? You give them like a, a carrot. And then, then as they get, you know, my Rosh Hashiva said that for children it's candy, for adults it's a coven. But anyway, the point is that uh, to get them to, 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 to be doing it with more zest. All right, Tanya Namihachi, the Gemara brings a, 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 a brisa that supports this exactly. It says, My Sahai, you have a cotton of bonus lebonim. There's a story that a father did this, and the girls got there before the boys. Right? So when it says, Nimtsu bonus rizo, comes out that the girls had alacrity and that the boys were lazy. The Ran should say, should come out that only the girls were yaitzer. And, and, and the boys weren't yaitzah. That would be a bigger problem. They say, no, everybody's really yaitzah and everybody's really even a Torah allowed to eat. It doesn't just a, that from a chinuch standpoint, that's what comes out. But in terms of the deraisa, they're all allowed to eat. Alright. It's very interesting what Gemara does right now because Torah Mestrumasai was the first case of the Mishnah. Usually when you break down a Mishnah in the Gemara, you go, first, second, third, fourth. Here it goes, circles all the way back to the beginning of the Mishnah. In the Mishnah we said that if Ruvain made a nether, that he's not allowed to get any benefit from, uh, he's, that, 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 I'm sorry, that Shimon is not allowed to get any benefit from him, right? That he makes a nether. He can still take Truma for Shimon. He can still take Truma for Shimon. So the, that, that was the case and now we're going to deal with it. Now, let me explain up, uh, up front what we're dealing with over here. And then we'll, 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 we'll read it inside. There is two mechanisms that work. Now, whether one is a functionary of the other or the two independent mechanisms, that's already discussed in the Achron. There's a lot of raid on it. I'm not going to get into it. And then the, 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 there's a couple of tosis and they're very important for this. But there's a concept of shlichus. Shlichus is I make somebody a shliach and he is 
representative of me to be able to go ahead and do. So certain things, certain mitzvahs, certain pu'ulahs can be done with making somebody my shliach. There is another concept that is called zechiyah. Zechiyah means that if something is a benefit to a person under certain circumstances, even though he didn't instruct me to go ahead and do it, but zachim adam shalom afonav, I can do it on his behalf because I know that this would be something that he would want done it's, it's, and him, it's in his benefit. And therefore it functions as well. Now whether that's functioning as an arm of, uh, of shlichus or it's far functioning independent of shlichus, that's already a discussion. The case over here is like this. By Truma, you have interesting like this. Let's say you have a pile, a hundred bushels. Now, right now, it's being processed, it's in a pile, it's tevel. Tevel means a chiyot mizvadeh shamayim, no one's allowed to eat from this, without truma being taken. Chacham established, the person should give at least 2%, the Torah says anything, but Torah come again. So 2% of 100 bushels, I have to give 2 bushels. So therefore, let's say it's the owner's pile, the owner would take 2 bushels, when he separates the 2 bushels to give to the Kohen, so that would take, and then he also takes care of the Maiserisha, Maisersheni, it now loses its state of Tevel, and then you can go ahead and partake from it. Fine. When it says Truma, it means all of What's that? We can assume from Truma that it might be like all Yeah, I mean, because you can't eat from it unless it's right. Now, there is an interesting mechanism when it comes to Truma. Let's say I have two piles of Tevel. One pile, pile A that's got a hundred bushels, and pile B that has a hundred bushels, both are tevel. I don't have to take two bushels from A and two bushels from B. I can take four bushels from B and the two... It's the same harvest. Yeah, that's right. That's the same. The two pile, I mean, I can take that, 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 that extra two bushels that'll be from B should count as my truma of A. Okay? That, that works. Our question is going to be like this. What happens if Ruvain has a hundred bushels in his house and Shimon has a hundred bushels in his house and Shimon wants to take from, uh, he wants to do Ruvain a favor and he wants to take from his own bushels two percent that should now count for the pile that the uh, that that Ruvain has, right? That's that's going to be the, the case over here. See, Boilahu. Now, now, let, let me let me let, let's speak about what the what what the Tzadim over here. What are the Tzadim? The Tzadim are like this. On one hand, right? On one hand, if you want to understand, if Ruvain told Shimon, "Do it for me," he made him the shliach. L'chorah, there's no Shiloh. That, that, that you should be able to do, right? Making make a shliach. But here the Shiloh is, maybe you don't need a shlichus. Since I'm using my own stuff for no, you... What's that? There's nothing taken from his file. No, and, and, but, 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 but if you made me a shliach, it would work. But if I didn't make me a shliach, maybe it should also work, because there's, <coughs> there's a clear benefit. What's the clear benefit over here? He can use it now. Is it clear no, that's, but more than that, I'm using my <coughs> own stuff for you. <coughs> you now got free and clear on your hundred bushels. So therefore, maybe in this case, you don't even need a shlichus. It could work as a schia. But what would be the schia? I took from my own. I took from my own for you. Now, the more I understand like this, for me to take from yours without your permission, that's not a clear benefit. Because maybe it was, I, want, I want to do the mitzvah. 
You're taking away my, I would rather do the mitzvah than you do the mitzvah. So therefore, if you're taking mine from mine, with mine, I'd rather do the mitzvah. That's but, what's that? But if he does it himself for you, then you don't lose the mitzvah, so why is it with you? You do lose the mitzvah. I've got the, the mitzvah of doing it myself. Is the mitzvah of bo, mitzvah bo yoser mishlucho. It's a much bigger mitzvah to do it myself than have an agent do it for me. Then what is it? Then what? he takes from his home pile. And he ah, ah because there, there's a counter thing. But it, I'm not, I'm, I'm not losing two percent. So maybe at first, let me say that that's considered more beneficial, and maybe that outweighs the fact that I want to do my mitzvah. That therein lies the rub. That is the question. That fact that he's using his for me does that override that I want to do my own mitzvah, and therefore it would work even though. He didn't make me the shliach. That's the one of Shaila. Let's see it inside. So one says like this: Yibay lehu, hatayra mishalal shachaveira. Person Shimon went and took from his own to potter up the pile that is where Bar Ruvain. Right. Sorech daita oloi. Do you need his knowledge? Means basically, do you need him to make you the agent, or does it even work? Without the agency, why? Me, Amrinan came into Schusuloi. Do we say in this case it's a clear cut benefit? Why is it a clear cut benefit? Because I'm taking of my own. I'm, ta- I'm using my own for you. I'm not using yours. I'm using my own. You don't need the agency. You don't need the, act- the, the, the acknowledgement of Ruvain. Ideal ma mitzvah delehi. Maybe nevertheless, it's still Ruvain's mitzvah. And what? Benichalel ma'avdei. If you'd rather do his mitzvah himself, even though somebody's helping me out using his own stuff, doesn't take away my wish to do. So the question is, what is the halacha here? Do you need a shlichus in this case or not? So Tashema, the one wants to bring a raya from our Mishnah. Now our Mishnah, the case was cryptic. We're going to have to flesh out what the case of our Mishnah was. The case of our Mishnah was is that Shimon is taking for uh, a truma for Ruvain, even though Shimon has a nether in place that Ruvain is not allowed to benefit from him. That was the case. Shimon, Ruvain is also from receiving any benefit from Shimon, yet Shimon is allowed to take the truma on behalf of Ruvain. So what's the wow. case? So the question is, do you take from himself or do you take Well, him? well let's see. So, I touched the It says that Shimon's allowed to be Torem, Truma, and take, take Truma, take Maestris on behalf of Ruvain, Ledaitai. Now, Ledaitai means, well, who, who's the his? Is it his alone, or is it his that he needs the knowledge of, of Ruvain? That's the question. What does Ledaitai mean over here? So, Mayaskinan. So, first of all, let's talk about whose pile is he using? Alright? What are we dealing with over here? Now, Elam, I mean, Baal HaKri, if Shimon is actually doing it for Ruvain, using Ruvain's stuff, so he said, under that circumstance, there's no question, you can't go into somebody's house and take the truma from his stuff without what? His permission. Without his permission. And once you have his permission, he's made you into an agent. And if he makes you an agent, then you're benefiting him. You're listening to his agency. So therefore, agency is, somebody's listening to what you have to say. That cannot be the case. Because if you may, he makes you into an agent, you're not allowed to benefit him. That can't be. So therefore, means Shimon went into Ruvain's house and used Ruvain's stuff to separate. Now let's talk about whose, whose das are we talking about that there has to be. If he's doing it on his own, means they're saying, he, he, as long as he's doing it, he doesn't have to inform Ruvain. That can't be. Why can't that be? You can't go into Reuben's house and use Reuben's stuff. Why? Because in such a case, for sure you need agency. You can't just do that on your own, right? You need agency in such a case. So therefore, man shavishlich, who made you shliach? 
So therefore, Ella the died of Balakri. Must be you did get the acknowledgement of the Balakri, which means that Ruben did tell you you can go ahead and do it. But if Ruben told you can do it, then you're violating the nether. So therefore, Haka Mahani lay. Then you're then then you are benefiting, and how you're benefiting him? Because once he says to you, do this for me, and you do it for him, that's considered to be a benefit, fulfilling the shlichus. So therefore, Ella must be the case of our Mishnah that says that Shimon's allowed to do it for Ruben. Shimon's not going into Ruben's house to take Ruben's stuff, must be taking his own stuff. Oh, well, that's a seal, that's we're going to clarify it. So therefore, like this, Ella Mishaloi, I'll show Chaveiro, show Balakri, that's the gear of the There must be, he's taking on, his Shimon's taking from his own pile to work for Ruben's pile. Now, and it says, but it doesn't with die type with his knowledge. Now, who's the his? Whose knowledge is given? Knowledge of the other guy. Let's see. The man, if it means that it's taken with Ruben's knowledge, you're back to your problem. Because if it's Ruben's knowledge, you need to have Ruben's knowledge and basically it means Ruben is making it into a shriya. If Ruben's making it into a shriya, then it's a violation of the nether. Right? You have to take from yourself? Yeah, because he's still, I'm still only allowed to do it if he tells me I can do it. That once you have to listen to him to do, then you're, then it's considered to be a shrikh, it's considered to be a hanah. Even you take from your own pile. Even you take from your own pile. But if I need his, just fulfilling what he wants you to do. So therefore, haka mahanile, you're benefiting him. El alav, this is what the circle must be. It has to be that Shimon's taken from his own pile, and when it says with his knowledge, means you only need his, meaning you only need Shimon's knowledge. You don't need Ruben's knowledge, and we've answered our question. That means that, uh, that, that you can take Truma from someone else as long as you use your own pile, and you don't you have to not. notify him. You don't need his not. That's why we can see from here that that must be the case, that we have answered up our original Shiloh. So therefore, El alav, ledaite de it must be his own... What? No, no, the daita means that's an exclusive thing. You only need his das. As opposed to needing the das of the other fellow. That's what it's saying. Alright? Now, and, and the, the Bach says that, I mean, the Ron points out that there's a redundancy in the language here, but it's the same idea. So obviously, if you say you need the das of Ruvain, then you'd be benefiting him. And therefore, you see, you don't need his das, and we've answered our Shiloh. That as long as you're taking it from your own for him, it's considered a schus, and once it's considered to be a schus, you don't need his das, and it works, and therefore, that's the chorus, the only way our Mishnah could work without violating the nether. Okay, that's the raya that our shayla has been posted from our Mishnah. Clear? Mm-hmm. So says, what's that? Asmad. Asmad. So, la'aylam. So, stand the raya like this. <coughs> really, it's not true. It's mel shabalakri al-balakri. We're talking about over here is, we have no raya. And we're pushing back. He's saying devil's attitude. We're not talking about that Shimon took from his, his own stuff for Reuven. It said Shimon went into Reuven's and took it for Reuven from Reuven's. Our shayla was, that that only works is if Reuben made him a shluch. And if Reuben made him a shluch, how's he allowed to do it? So one's going to say what the case was is Reuben didn't specifically make him a shluch. Reuben made an announcement. Anybody who wants to take my truma, I'm allowing to go in and take a truma. Once it's done in such a case, it allows Shimon to do it inside the laws of shlichus. He's allowed to go ahead and do it, but it's not considered to be as if he's benefiting Reuben. Because Reuben did not, because he said anybody, Reuben didn't ask him specifically. Since Reuben didn't ask him specifically, it's not like you're listening to my instruction. I said, just do it. That takes away the problem of violating the netter. But it allows it to work because you're not doing it without his permission. So now, if you learn that's the case of the Mishnah, then you have no raya for our original Shiloh that can Shimon take it from his own stuff 
for Ruvain without Ruvain telling him that you're allowed to do it. That we don't, we don't have a raya for. So it's says like this. The Gemara says, not a raya. It's really, I'm really talking about Mishal Balakri, Al Balakri. It's taking, the Shimon's taking it from Ruvain's stuff for Ruvain. Because I'm a robber, like Rob is going to say this later on at the end of today's daf. But Omer Kolarot, Zalitram, Yava, Yitram. Ruvain made the announcement. Anybody who wants to come and take, can come and take. Now, what does that circumvent? That by making that announcement, what does it circumvent? Nah, nah, he's not, he's not a direct shriya. That's what circumvents. Correct. So, Hachanami, so here too, the same way as Rav explains that at the end of today's morning, we'll say the same thing's happening over here. Okay. Boimine Rav Yimei Rav Now, Rav Yimei asked Rav Zera a very interesting Shiloh. We know that the did is, when I take Truma, okay, I took the 2%, what do I have to do with the 2%? Yeah. Which coin do I have to give it to? I have the right. It's, my, it's called Tobasano. I have the benefit of, because remember, anytime I give something to somebody, I'm doing him a favor. So there's a certain value in being able to gift it to whoever it is. So the question is like this, very interesting thing. If I take from my stuff for you, let's say Shimon is taking from his own pile for, on behalf of Ruvain, right? Let's say it works, whatever the circumstance that it works, the question is, who can, who now gets the, the right to determine which coin? Because there's two ways to look at it. On one hand, you can say, at the end of the day, the stuff that was taken was taken from Shimon's pile. If it was taken from Shimon's pile, Shimon then Shimon does. On the other hand, the only way Shimon was only taken from his pile, because the Tevel was the Tevel by Reuben. So it should be Reuben's right to determine which coin it goes to. Does Reuben know? It doesn't know. What's that? Does Ruben know that you're doing that Ruben Shimon? Well, we'll discuss. We have to get, get into what exactly the scenario he knows is. It matter. What's that? Because if he knows that you're doing it from his own pile, from Shimon's pile, it shouldn't matter. No, but he, but he comes over to you next door. Okay, give me the truma. I have this Cohen that I like. I want, no, I don't want to give it to that Cohen. I want to give it to another Cohen. All right? All right. So, why is it like this? So, uh, so what's the Shiloh? Torah, Mishaloh, Asher, Chaveiro. Shimon took from his own pile, he took for, for Ruvain, Tovus Anashal Me. Who has the Tovus Anashal? Who has the benefit? The benefit of what? Of determining which Kohen it should be given to. Me Amrinan, do we say, Ilav Peri Dahaich, if it wasn't for Shimon's uh, produce, then what? Then Ruvain's pile wouldn't have been fixed. It's only being fixed because of Shimon's produce. Therefore what? Right? So therefore, the Ruben's file would not have been fixed. Therefore, Ruben, therefore, Shimon should be the one who has the Tova Sano of which Kohen. Right? On the other hand, if it wasn't for, for Ruben's pile that was the Tevel, then it wouldn't be called Truma. The only reason it's called Truma is because it's working for Ruben's pile. Well, if Ruben's pile what made it to be called Truma, therefore what? Ruben should get the right of determination. We're talking about uh, two piles in the same... Like, we're talking about, no, we're talking about completely separate neighbors. Huh. Neighbors. Just we said that the Shimon doesn't have to take 2% from his. He could take 4% and cover the pile of Ruben. Now that additional 2% that he's taking now is Truma, but it's only Truma because it yeah, yeah. was coming for Ruben's pile. Right. And so the question is... Truma have to give him back 2%? Yeah, give, give him the actual, the actual Truma. You maybe have to give him the actual Truma and let him give it to which Cohen, or let him tell you which Cohen to give it. Not you decide, maybe, or maybe not. You can say, listen, at the end of the day I was using my own stuff, I'm using my own stuff, I should get determined. Right. That's the Shiloh here. So therefore, like this, I carry It wasn't for the pile of Ruvain, Lo haven peiradahu truma. That Shimon's wouldn't have been called truma. It's only called truma because of the tevel of uh, Shimon's is only called truma because of the tevel of Ruvain. Maybe Ruvain still have the determination. That's the Shiloh. 
So that was the shayla that was asked by Rav Yirmiya from Rav Zeyro. So Amar Alei, he says, Amar Krov. It's a question here, between Machos, Ron and the Rosh, but the right Girsa is, we're just going to go with the Girsa here. It says, all, kol tavuaz zarecha, that all the produce of your seed, benosata, and, and you shall give it. So the impl- implication is, the produce, the produce of, the, that, uh, of your pile, is, you're the one that gets to give from the produce of your pot. So one understands right now what it's basically saying is that it, no, no, no. But 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 again, it, it's the the pot is referring to the produce that is required truma. The produce that requires truma that is what motivates venasata. So the produce that requires the truma is the pile of ruvein, the balakri. Even though Shimon's the one who takes it, but it's for the produce of ruvein. So one assumes right now the pot is Ruben hasn't given yet. It hasn't given. So but question, well, question is, if, you're ever, if Shimon's ever allowed to give from his own for Ruben? No, no, we're saying for sure he can give, but the question really is, if once he separated it, who gets the determination right of who to give it to? So pay, the fact that the Pasuk says that the Nasata you shall give tied to the pile that of produce that was need, that, 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 that needed. Needed, needed it implies that it's Ruben's pile that is tied to the giving, so therefore Ruben should be the one to go ahead and give. That's what we're assuming. You're going to see that, there, that this is going to be a problem at the end, because the word doesn't come out this way. So what says like this. So Moira says like this, but one second. If that's the case, let's go back to our, our scenario. The Gemara remember, assumes that in our scenario we're talking about is that Shimon's allowed to take Truma on behalf of Reuven, even though Shimon made a nether. That's a Shimon made a nether that what, there's not a lot of benefit Reuven. It comes out over here. Shimon's using his own stuff, right? For Reuven. We said that's not a problem. We're just doing a mitzvah for him, not a problem. You don't require agency, we said. Right? There can't be that. Like, if there's agency, he can't, then he's not doing it. But there's another benefit he's giving now. If Shimon has to turn that truma over to Ruvain, and Ruvain now can gift it to ever, whichever Kohen, that itself is considered to be a benefit. So how can he say that Ruvain gets the right of determination, then it comes out that Shimon is benefiting Ruvain and violating the nether? That's what the Morris question is right now. Right. So what it says like this. I hakamahani lay. So I, isn't he not benefiting him? Right? Must be that the right of benefit cannot be, if Shimon's using his own stuff, it cannot be that it's handed over to Reuven. Who must have the right of benefit? Must be Shimon. Can't be Reuven. Why? Because if it's Reuven, then it's benefiting him. You're making a mistake here because you're assuming the case of our Mishnah was whose stuff is Shimon using? Reuven's. He's using his own. That's why you're worried about benefit. He's using Reuven's if you're not benefiting Reuven because it's Reuven's stuff. But he's using his own stuff. The question is, so how could he turn over the truma to him? He'd be benefiting him to determine. So, not the the Mar- yeah, that's exactly what it's going to go to. That's where we come into. Not, you're making a mistake. No, it's not, it's not Shimon. It's not Shimon's stuff that's being used for Reuven. Because then you're right. That it can't be Shimon hands it over to Reuven. That can't be. But it's not talking about that case. And when it says like this, when it says, no, that lie, uh, it's Mishal Bala Kri, also Bala Kri. Shimon is going into Reuven's house to take from Ruvain's pile. That's the case. Now, if that's the case, we understand that Ruvain gets a right to determine which Kohen. You're not doing a benefit from him. It's his own truma that's being used. Someone says like this. Now, the one says like this. Ladai to the Bala Creek. So, the one says that. But then it could only be if, they, if, if Ruvain agreed. Right? Now, if he agreed, then we have a problem. Then, then he's making an agent. Then he's making an agent. You still have a problem. 
The case must be that he doesn't say to you directly, I want you to do it for me. He made an announcement, whoever does it, that now that we're, that, that's the way we came out before as well. That's the case. Now then you don't have no raya, because therefore in that case, Ruben does get the right to give it to whichever he wants. Now, if Shimataka used his own stuff under normal circumstances, Shimon, the next door neighbor, used his own stuff, who gets to determine which Kohen? It might be Shimon, it might not be Ruben, but Mount Mishnah, you cannot bring a proof, because our Mishnah is not talking about Shimon used his own stuff. I'm just talking about that it was Reuven's stuff. That's why Reuven gets to determine. All right. Toshima, come and listen. I'm Rabbi Avon, Rabbi Yochanan. Hamavdish Moses Chomesh. He says a few halachas. Here's a halacha that when you consecrate something, you make it holy, if it's only Kedusha's Dom, not Kedusha's Vayach, you can redeem it. The Torah says that if the owner redeems it, he has to pay a surcharge of a fifth. If the owner. If somebody else redeems it, he doesn't have to pay the fifth. That's halacha. So now what happens if Reuven consecrated something on behalf of Shimon? You know Shimon needs a carbon. Shimon, he said, I want to do you a favor. I'm going to be mocked this for you. Who has to pay the fifth when it's redeemed? You could say Shimon because it's for Shimon, or that, but it was Reuben's animal that was consecrated. Talok is the mocked, the consecrator. If he redeems it, he has to pay the fifth. Shimon, who's the beneficiary, if he would redeem it, would not have to pay the fifth. Because he wasn't the owner. Of the animal. Right. That's for, for the laws of consecration, the laws of fit, that's the case. Now, the, in the case of Tzmura, the halacha is that if you say that I want animal A to be like animal B, the Torah says the punishment both of the animals can cut it. Only the owner is considered to be able to do that. Stomach God of the street cannot do that. Well, who's the owner of it? Is the consecrator or the beneficiary? So now, Umiskaper owes it Tzmura. By Tzmura, it's the opposite. The one brings Pesukim in Tzmura, why that is? The, re- the, the recipient, the one who receives the, the kapara. The Tzmura, the Koch of Tzmura is the recipient, the guy is at the Kapora. But that's what we're, that's, that, that's what I'm doing. And if somebody takes Truma, Shimon takes Truma from his own crop on behalf of Ruvain, right? Shimon gets to determine which Kohen he wants to give it to. That's the most conclusive. So I heard about the Posuk we had before. The Ron says there's a different way to read the Posuk that it's not, that, that doesn't violate, doesn't contradict the That it's if Shimon takes it from his own pile, on behalf of Reuben, who determines which Kohen it goes to? It goes to Shimon. Shimon determines which Kohen he gets to give it to. with the guy who's got to pay the fifth, right? Is that what it is? Well, again, yeah, and, 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 what do we bring the stuff with? The, no, he just said three independent halakhas. They're not tied oh, to one okay, another. Right. The okay. consecration, the guy who consecrated brings sure. the fifth. For Tmura, the guy with the kapora gets the fifth. And for the laws of Tmura, for, for, for uh, Tobas Hanav the Kohen, the guy who, di, who, 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 whose pile it was, the Tmura was separated from, he's the guy that determines which Kohen it goes to. Anyone can go be my shliach. Shimon comes, takes this, he gets the fifth. No, then, then no, because if he's using Ruben's stuff, then Ruben gets to do it. Oh, if sure. Shimon's using, our question was, what if Shimon uses his own oh. stuff on behalf of Ruben, then Shimon gets to give it to which Kohen he wants to. General, have a good day.